station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. to the Voice of the Cape on 91.3 FM. I hope that uh, you have enjoyed the beautiful sounds there and a salam by Mahir Zain. <clears throat> Just uh, before we kickstart the show, I'd like to say shikran so much to uh, some of our listeners that have sent messages asking if I'm, ha- if I'm not doing too well. Well, um, I'm not doing a hundred percent, but Alhamdulillah, I'm 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 getting there. But uh, also to Auntie Jessie, shukran so much for the beautiful du'as and and to um, you know I'm always flabbergasted by when I go on air and people um, ex- can sense exactly how one is feeling, and that really you know warms your heart knowing that people, your, the listeners, take such a, a deep interest in you and your health. Alhamdulillah. Right, uh, we are going to move on and. We've, of course, in 2021, we've come, we are still currently in a pandemic. We are in the second wave of COVID-19. And there are lots and lots of people who are unemployed. I have on the line with me this morning, Lubna Kamrudin. And Lubna is going to assist us with preparation for um, the job seekers. So, Lubna, shukran so much for joining me and thank you uh, for taking the time to speak with me this morning. Assalamu alaikum, Nadia. Um, it's such a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me again. So, Lubna, you are in HR mm-hmm. and um, it must have been a really tough um, year since, well, it's almost a year since March last year. A lot of people are saying, you know, there's just absolutely no jobs out there. People are feeling mm-hmm. very despondent, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, talk to me about, you know, uh, firstly, talk to me a bit about yourself and and mm-hmm. also about some of the challenges that job seekers are are having at the moment. Sure. So, as you said, I am in HR, so I'm an HR business partner. I work for a multinational company and I'm involved with various parts of the business. So, for example, I manage the entire payroll of the company and it includes countries such as Kenya, Zambia, South Africa and the United States. Um, But that's just my day job. I also have my own career guidance business called Lubna HR. And in a nutshell, what I do there is I provide career guidance. So that can be in the form of assisting people with their CVs, coaching people on how to search for jobs, and also just preparing them for interviews. Um, I've also been involved with guest lecturing at UCT and being interviewed in at universities as well. So I'm involved with a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, yeah, so you're coming back to your question about um, challenges, and especially for first-time job seekers. So I think that the biggest challenge we have especially for first-time job seekers, it's having to compete against so many other employed, unemployed people, right? And as like as you said, you know, South Africa has such a high unemployment rate. And now, of course, with COVID, 
which has been exacerbated. So because the economy is shrinking and many companies are actually contracting. And so there are fewer employment opportunities available for everyone. And so I also deal with a lot of students as one first time job seekers. And what happens to me is that not only are you competing against other first time job seekers, you're also competing against people that actually have experience. And so I think for what I found is that the bigger challenge is biggest challenge is that there's so many more people out there looking for a job, and there are fewer jobs available out there. Okay, so you know, with with the unemployment rate being so mm-hmm. high, um, mm-hmm. and people having you know taking well, a lot of people, a lot of youngsters, and um, people are studying, and they've decided, you know, mm-hmm. that it's better to get a degree. Um, they've now been told, well, you know what, even if you have a degree, um, there's no jobs. So yeah. that is, I mean, uh, to tell a 20-year-old uh, matriculant, well, don't study because it's, it's no use, you know, mm-hmm. um, th- the mindset. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really tough. It's really tough. So there are, I mean, there are ways in which, you know, people can sort of make, overcome these challenges, you know, and they do this by making themselves more marketable, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think there are like maybe three main things that people can do in order to, um, to make themselves more marketable to find a job. And so, um, so firstly, I would also say that, um, that I think people should still study and there's different ways of, you know, getting employment and finding a job, but don't let that be a deterrent to study something. Yeah. Um, so, so that is, you know, so don't give up, but not to say that you need a degree to find a job. It just actually does improve your chances of getting something out there, especially if you are wanting to go into the corporate world, right? Right. But anyway, so to make yourself more marketable, I think, I think there are three things you can do, and I think that your starting point should be your CV. So it's very important to have a good CV, and what that means is that you need to make sure that you have all the relevant information on there, and that also that the way you present that information is presented in an aesthetically pleasing way as well. And that's also something I I help with, but the reason why this is important is because um, I think what job seekers need to remember is that the company meets your CV before they meet you. Mm-hmm. So what that means is that your CV um, is the first representation of you. And so you need to make sure that you put your best foot forward when it comes to that, right? Right. And I, and I think the second thing is another challenge and another way that they... that. Another thing that can help, and also something I assist with, is knowing how to conduct yourself in an interview. So I cannot tell you how many times I've sort of sat in an interview where candidates bombed out or said like very unnecessary things, and it cost them getting the job. Mm-hmm. And so many people take this for granted, right? So they think that going for an interview is like having a normal discussion, but it's really not. So you know, you need to you need to actually know how to make a good impression of yourself and and you know that's actually a, a skill but the nice thing about the fact that it's a skill is that it can be learned so you can actually learn how to present yourself in an interview and it's very important like i said if you want because it will help you in terms of being considered for the job 
and I promise you, um, and I don't think this is something a lot of job, we, job seekers understand, is that companies would rather struggle without a person than to hire somebody that they're actually unsure of. So right. that's also very important. Yeah. Um, at, yeah. Okay, so you, you've also mentioned um, making yourselves more marketable. Mm-hmm. How does one do that? How does one do that? Okay, yes. so 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 it's actually so you look at what the company is looking for. What does the company need, or you know, what does the company actually need, and what are the skills and the experience and the qualifications that I have that can speak to that kind of role? And then, like I said, in terms of you know, number one would be making sure that your CV is. Um, you know, formatted in a particular way that it's easy to find the information, that you actually have the information on there that shows that you are marketable and suited for the role. It's also um, knowing how to sell yourself in that interview as well. You know, those are the types of things. Um, and, and then the third thing, as, and I think especially, especially for people, for students, first-time job seekers, as well as other people as well, is to actually look for experience in different ways, right? So I always hear people say, how can companies expect us to have experience you know, when I've just graduated or so? So there are ways of sort of getting experience, right? So for example, you could get a vacation job and if you can't find one in your field, then you can like apply for stuff outside of your field. So as an example, during my student years, I was actually a movie girl at the Kennecore selling tickets and serving popcorn. Mm-hmm. So as you can see, it was it was really nothing outside of my career at okay. all. But it taught me so much. And you know what? Like at the end of that, I could I could actually go out there and put on my CV. I have experience with working with money and making sales. And I can even like add customer relationship management as a skill on my CV. Mm-hmm. And so you can see that how I took something like that, that's actually below my pay grade, that's actually not even in my field, and I can market myself and say that, look, I've got these skills. You know, so it might be in a different field, but I have the potential to, to, to learn, and I can actually display some of these skills already, so hire me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are some of the ways that you can actually market yourself better. So there are so many recruitment agencies out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. And um, I, I I remember, you know, there's always a time when somebody, when one is job hunting. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, you apply to like 50 jobs a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's not mm-hmm. one recruitment agency that gets back to you. So mm-hmm. my, the question then lies, like, mm-hmm. are they... Are they looking for somebody? Is it your CV that's not right, as you've mentioned? Mm-hmm. What 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 is the problem then? So I think you asked like a very big question, and I think that I, you know it's, it's something that we would need to sort of explore for a longer period of time. But just also, what I, I want to actually for the listeners to explain what recruitment agencies are supposed to be and what they're supposed to do, right? So recruitment agencies are actually a middleman between job seekers and employers. Mm -hmm. So they help employers find suitable job seekers for the job that they are advertising, right? And it's important to know, and that is something that so many candidates actually struggle with, it's important to know that the recruitment agency does not work for you, they work for the company. And that the company will sort of only pay them after they've 
found a suitable person for the job. Mm-hmm. And your third eye, like I think that what happens also is that you know there are just so many people applying for roles, and 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 I think what happens is a lot of people they sort of bombard recruitment agencies by just sending their CVs out instead of being targeted. So what I would advise you to do in that case is to actually first find out what jobs are they applying for. You must remember, like, if you are applying for 50 jobs a day and there's so many unemployed people, they're probably seeing, like, literally hundreds of applications coming through a day. Um, but they are only going to prioritize the jobs that best um, or the positions that companies are advertising. And so they're going to lose your CV. So it's important to sort of be targeted and, 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 and sort of apply for specific roles. Mm-hmm. But also to know how to, um, in, like you said, there's a lot of recruitment agencies, a lot of them are like fly-by-night as well. So just to be careful and to also know that they would never, they will never ask you for money. Their income comes from a company. So if they ever do ask you for money, it's definitely a scam. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, this is a topic on its own. I actually did a one-hour interview with a top recruiter who worked for a top recruitment agency in the country. Um, and that is actually on my website and social media pages, so they're welcome to check there as well. Because there's a lot of information about that. Mm-hmm. And it is a touchy, tricky one. So... Um, there's obviously, you know, all these websites and, um, I, I, you know, recall, um, once applying for a job on a website and, you know, there's so many things like everything in your CV, you need Mm -hmm. to put onto the website. So, um, I know that people always say like, why do you have to do both? If you're asking for your CV, why do they ask for you to type in the information and then to send you your CV? I'm laughing because I hear this all the time. But I mean, I think that if you are unemployed and you're struggling to find a job, then you should do everything in your power to uh, you know, apply for that job and make the life of the recruiter as easy as possible so that they can notice you. So yes, you do. So it's because we have such a high unemployment rate, because we have so many people applying for the same jobs. Like, I mean, I I mentioned the last time that for this one role that I applied for as a graduate, there were 3,600 other applicants. So if you don't make that extra effort by actually sort of putting on the information, even though it's in your CV, what happens is also at the back end. So I also have done some recruitment so at the back end of these companies' systems. There's a recruitment system mm-hmm. um, on there. And what it does, it, it, we can automatically filter people in or out based on the information that they put in there. So, for example, if we're looking for somebody with a minimum of five years of experience, and you have three years of experience, then automatically we can sort of exclude you from the process. And that's fine because the job requires five years, if that makes sense. Okay. So it's all there to kind of make it easier for the recruiter, but it's also there to make it easier for you to get noticed if you put all of that information on there. Mm-hmm. You know... Um Somebody is sent through a WhatsApp saying that um, yeah. most companies are, be, uh, you know, want uh, BEE. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? I I hear that all the time. People saying, yeah, mm-hmm. that you have to be, um, you know, you need to be a certain color, a, r- a certain race. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm not going to get into that. I don't think that uh, you know this. The show is always about that. We need to mm-hmm. remain positive, and. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, sometimes I know of people that have made application to jobs just to mm-hmm. see, you know, if the market is still, you know, open mm-hmm. enough for them. And they've actually got um, responses within days and got the job. And I mean, uh, there, there's a lot of stigma. Like, I know a lot yeah. of people say, don't apply for the job after you're 40. I'm like, uh, you know, um, I'm I'm one of those people that actually, uh, believe it or not, um, we had that fear for many years. You know, mm. um, I'm reaching a certain age, um, you know, and mm. I did that. I applied for a job. There was 520 mm-hmm. candidates. Wow. And, you know, and I was I didn't expect to get a call back. And mm-hmm. alhamdulillah, I got the job. But uh, the, the point of the matter is that there are so many stigmas. Um, I just also want to respond to the listener that has sent through the, the, the message about the BEE. No, it's mm-hmm. not a racist remark. We understand that. But I think that what I'm saying is that we, we, we know that companies look mm-hmm. for certain race and et cetera. And we just mm-hmm. don't want to, at this point, delve into that. Maybe we can have... Um, Lubna back and we can you know go through all of these um, you know integrate mm-hmm. uh, integrate um, um, points that people are making yeah. so uh, just a reminder you're tuned to the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM and the mid-morning medley I'm Nadia Hamildin we're chatting with Lubna Kamrudin and um, this has been an absolutely amazing chat this morning Lubna I think we definitely need to have you back because there's quite a few questions that are coming through um, you know so you know just before we, we wrap up share with us um, you know just some last and final very important points that people need to remember when applying for a job okay sure so i think i mean i think uh, firstly i also just do want to touch on your point and i think that you have the right attitude when you say that don't allow that the bee point system to stop you from applying for jobs you have nothing to lose to, to apply and i think that uh, other sort of expectations and ways to prepare um, for that is, I think also just to remember that it is job searching is very hard, especially in South Africa. I mean, the job market is tough, and I always say that finding a job is actually a full time job, and I know that because I went through it c- a couple of times too. I mean, after I graduated with an honors, I sat for months without a job. Lizzie applied for over a hundred jobs before I found my first one, and that was still outside of my field and below my pay grade. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing is, today I'm an HR business partner. I'm helping other people go through similar, similar struggles. I'm talking to you about this now, you know. Yeah. And so, it's it's very important to persist and to be determined, and that was that is what it, I I did, and that is what I want our listeners out there to also remember to be persistent, to be determined to not let it get you down uh, and to not give up and to just try and try and try mm-hmm. Right, yeah. never give up Don't. that's the yeah. one thing we shouldn't do, yeah. we should never give up Lubna Kamrudin uh, where can people reach you if they want to make contact with you um, social media pages Okay, so I do, I have Instagram and Facebook as well, so my um, handle is at Lubna underscore HR, so that is L-O-O-B-N-A. I also have a website as well, so you can look at Lubna.com, so just it says it's L-O-O-B-N-A. 
www.ncsa.com. Um, I'll be happy to uh, sort of chat to people. I also post a lot of career content and job search tips on there as well. So okay. they're welcome to follow me. So it's your Facebook page? Uh, and so on Facebook and Instagram page, it's at Lubna underscore HR. Mm-hmm. Lubna, okay underscore HR. All right. So that's if you need to get hold of uh, Lubna, you can go to Facebook um, as well as Instagram at Lubna and that is L-O-O-B-N-A underscore HR and uh, you can also get her on her website Lubna.com Lubna, shukran so much for being part of the show this morning. I do hope to chat with you very soon. I think there's quite a bit that uh, can come from this conversation. Lots of messages coming through. I unfortunately I'm not able to go through them right now but I'm sure when we have you back on we'll definitely uh, you know focus on some of those uh, very pertinent points that people are raising this morning shukran and have a blessed Saturday be safe look after yourself and uh, we chat soon inshallah it's a pleasure. Where you can That was Lubna Kamrudin and we uh, chatting to her with regards to um, preparation for job seekers. Very important uh, points that have come from there. And uh, we say shukran so much to Lubna for taking the time to chat with me this morning. We need to pay the bills. When we come back, we'll continue with a mid-morning medley with myself, Nadia Hamildin. Do stay tuned. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo.